What up, what up, everybody? It is Jared Syke Lawrence, founder of Modern Flirting and the Modern Flirting Podcast. And this week, I am joined by some of my favorite people in the world, the coaches here at Modern Flirting. I'm talking Dale Valor, Don hey, Lou, hey. <laughs> Nicholas. Everybody's doing a hey. <laughs> What's up? I was going to say, Nicholas didn't want to do hey. And then, of course, the other lovely, beautiful Jamie. Hey, guys. So... For, for this episode, you know, since we have all the coaches here, what we were talking about before, funny enough, was a little bit tech, uh, texting with Nicholas and some of the online dating that goes with it, uh, the, you know, the profiles that we can be using. I've also just got back from a retreat in Costa Rica where I learned a lot about, you know, the insanely attractive women. I can't, some of it I can make public, some of it I have to like save for our private guys, but it was really, really interesting stuff. So, Let's start. Let's start with um, you, Nicholas, and and the things you've been yeah. learning so far about online dating. And I'm sure Jamie will be able to want to pipe in and give some thoughts as well. For sure, dude. Yeah, no, I I've actually been. Um, I'm I'm really more of a like I meet women in the daytime, grocery stores, Starbucks. So I've been learning a lot from Jamie and Jared about honing up my my online dating skills. And definitely, what I've learned the most in the past couple of weeks has been. Uh, it's really about emotiveness of, of how expressive you are in your pictures, the personality you're conveying, your character, and less about looking cool. That, yeah. for me, is the biggest point. Is it just me? Like, all right, am I crazy or is every dating coach in the world telling guys to do the same fucking picture of dress cool, put on sunglasses, get a prof professional photo of you walking down a street looking to the right? Like, this is like the default shit I see nonstop out there. Am I crazy? Um, I just want to, like interject is one of the things that I've noticed is guys who go out and they spend like four to six hundred dollars on a photographer to take photos oh, and then they come to me and they're like Jamie like why am I not getting a mattress I was like because you look like you're in a damn catalog yep. like, you, you want <laughs> to be able to, to actually look like like you just so happen to be in the middle of your cool lifestyle and someone just happened to take a photo and there's strategies that, you know, you can learn to do that. But you have to think about it like this, right? Ready this. Uh, growing up, especially in America, we are growing up in a celebrity obsessed culture. So we are prone to really be drawn to photos that look like a paparazzi took them, right? Mm. You're, you're in the middle, you're in the middle of a laugh. You're in the middle of like a the dinner. It's movement, right? Yeah. Um, but so many photographers will make the mistake of like, dude, posed, posed, posed. And, the, and they don't get any hits. And I always want to stop them, but whatever. And it seems unnatural. It doesn't show the girl that you're living the lifestyle, you know, a real lifestyle. It just means, look, I, it's ex the irony is women aren't, guys, women are not stupid. So you're doing these photos that obviously you hired a photographer. Obviously, this is a professional photo shoot. And what are women thinking? Well, that's not him. This is a professional photo shoot. Not only is he probably catfishing with filters or whatever else, he's catfishing the photo, like the thing itself. That's not even his life. He like sets this all the shit up. So you have to stop doing it. I just got two new photos I'm testing out. One is already proven to be, one is a classic surfing. Was doing okay, not that great. I switched it for another surfer. I'm a big guy, you know, I think me and Dale, we, we can bond on a little bit. Got a little bit <laughs> <laughs> So me being shirtless surfing isn't the best one, but I got one with the board um, covering as I'm testing that. But I finally got my humor frame picture, my funny picture. It's me upside down, zip lining, 
uh, sticking my tongue out, looking cute. And that's getting, that's doing really well. No professional took it. A girl on a cell phone, the girl I was with on her cell phone took it. And that's doing the best. Um, she was hot, by the way. I saw her. I saw yeah, her. no, she's good. And she's, she comes from money. She's articulate. She's starting her own business, entrepreneur. Beyond just a look, she was actually, like a lot of people look at her and go, oh, big titty, dumb blonde. Sure. And she knows it too. She even brought this up. Like people judge her and think that right off the bat. But um, I was just, I was so impressed. I was just like, holy shit. Like this girl can see, she gets it. Uh, a lot of typical, uh, uh, you know, realities of attractive women. I still saw it with her and, and whatnot, but she, she was cool to be around. Money. Kind of money. <laughs> like, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say names. <laughs> she might be listening and I want to be respectful to her, but let's just say like billion dollar family. Let's put it that way. Like, like crazy shit. Okay. Right? Oh, um, it's going to be a fucking rich wife. Like a couple of years. <laughs> yeah, with her, I might become a rich Living wife. the dream, bro. <laughs> with that said, let's let's change topic. I want to get Dale on this. You know, I brought up a point earlier about you know as a bigger guy, I have to use a little bit different strategies. One like maybe hiding the tummy uh, with the board or seeing what works for me. What? How, how much does looks playing a factor? Have you seen Dale? Jesus, <laughs> what are you saying, man? I'm saying sexy fucks <laughs> like you and I. Well, let's ask our <laughs> resident fugly dude. What? <laughs> Well, I mean, look, we have we have a whole thing. Like, we got Don here who's Asian. Nicholas is Indian, right? Like, I, I'm the big-headed Jewish guy of the bunch. So, obviously... Who am I, Jared? I'm just kidding. Well, you're, you're a professional catfish. For those who don't know, Jamie's using my pictures. No, no, to, no, no I want to get those pictures. Yeah, I'm going to send a picture to Jamie so she can catfish women as me. So, that's who Jamie is. So you're, you're an ugly Jew, Jamie, with me, as being as me. Um, but, Dale, like, what have you seen the whole, like, looks debate and whatnot? Because let's be real, you're not a fucking Jack Weedle dude. I'm sorry, I'm gonna call a spade a spade. I love you, brother. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, what would you mean in terms of online dating? Or are you talking about in terms in general, of general attraction in general? Well, I mean, you know, out and about, I think uh, personality wins over more often than anything else. Now, of course, there's gonna be a threshold. There's gonna be, you know, a line that you know. It, you know, some girls that that line's going to be in a different place than others and whatnot. You know, but you know, my experience is this: uh, any like party that I've been at, any event that I've been at on the street club, it doesn't make a difference uh, as long as you are at least well groomed. You have a sense of style about yourself. You present yourself well. You carry yourself confidently. That's all you really need to get through the door. And once you get through the door, I mean, you kick that door open. You let that personality shine through. You have some interesting things to talk about. You use the attraction ladder like all of our students do. You see the results. That's basically what it boils down to. Absolutely. I mean, I think everybody has their own struggles whether you feel like you're not good looking so much can be just done like me i'm on a challenge right now to be losing the weight i'm down 20 pounds already the, getting to 30 is really difficult for whatever reason i don't know why it's so much harder these last 10 but i'm still pushing you know for more uh being around this girl honestly like even my insecurities started coming up like fuck like she's stunning and i'm just like chubba wubba like what the fuck and i was all proud too i was like i lost 20 pounds i feel great no i don't holy shit that's that's at the end of the night <laughs> Fuck this. No. <laughs> it, was like, it was like the opposite of crazy stupid love where the girl sees the guy without a shirt on. Like I seen a bikini. I'm just like, well, screw me. I'm out of this one. 
But, you know, even she was kind of telling me, like, look, it's not really about the looks. Um, you can't be bad, though. Like, you need the right. foundation. And so I'm like, right, like, just basically don't be disgusting, right? Like, yeah, don't be exactly. gross. And she laughed over it. She's like, well, maybe a little tired here than disgusting. You know, maybe a little bit better than <laughs> than just well, not I disgusting. Mean, but, you know, basically what my experience is and the guys that I've worked with and things like that, you know, um, as long, like you said, as long as they're not disgusting, it, you know. I think uh, about, well, it depends who we're talking about. If we're talking about the average girl, yes. If we're talking about stunning, like the highest quality women, I'm going to amp it up a notch and be like, hit average on every category. If you can just have average looks, average body type, mm -hmm. average build, average face structure, average whatever, just be average and then work on grooming, fashion, style, yep. work on like body language, how you present yourself, your, the vibe you give off. That will make you super attractive in looks. Exactly. You exactly. As long as you aren't insecure about, you know, like you're constantly, like, like you said, like you're bringing, you're talking about bringing up some insecurities and whatnot. Bro, the most as long you as you bikini, don't let that debilitate yourself, no, you know, as as you brought and, a bikini and debilitated. I instantly went like, oh my God, what am I doing? But well, as long as you're not shining a light on it, you know, like, oh, right. you probably won't even like me because I'm like, of course. I, well, now you're just speaking something into existence at that point. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just making I'm just making a joke with it, but it definitely got in my head. I'm like, oh fuck, like this is definitely your element. But you know what? I, I shown on this trip where where basically she literally looks at me and she goes, "Wow, you impressed me." Like I'm really impressed. Karaoke. So yeah, look, if we're going surfing and she's in a bikini and I'm in my swim trunks, this is not my element. But I'm gonna make it fun. I got on the board. I got some sweet shots. It was good. I I I loved the surfing that's probably my favorite thing but then when they played karaoke and and somebody started with backstreet boys and it was like all timid and it was just kind of like whatever we're getting into it and i'm like all right hold on girl let me let me let me get this started and i went and i did um, i did shaggy wasn't me and i just did a rastafarian accent brought down the house oh, i got the dude. whole crowd like going right. i'm like she was like holy shit this is somebody dude I'm, I'm throwing you a challenge jared all right next time next time i'm in florida we're gonna do a karaoke off because I kill it every single fucking Forget time. Fuck Florida. I'm going to be seeing your ass in San Diego. We're going to All San right, Diego. All right, fine. Wherever. Okay. No yeah, bring it. No home field advantage. All I right. need a home field advantage. I will destroy a – like, you don't you're, – you're, you're talking to Mike Tyson in his prime. And you never want to challenge Mike <laughs> well, Tyson in his prime. Well, you're talking Buster Douglas over here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, because look, I'm – all right, you know, unfair advantage, you know, being a professional artist for 10 years, mm. okay? But on top of that, um, dude, I've had people come up and ask for autographs after karaoke. I've had women come up and ask me to sign their tits after karaoke. I've had women ask to go to my locker room. No. How many bras you got? How many bras you got on the stage? <laughs> I'm getting groupies up in it. I've had women come and sign my tits. Oh all right, all right. Tell my witness. If you got, I ain't got no women sign my titties. So you, you win there. But no, to our viewers, if you are a man, you have titties. Then we got, we got to, we got to work on the average. Um. So what about? Let's talk about the things that you know, controlled versus the uncontrolled. Dong, how is using attraction ladder, learning this stuff, the technicals? Because a lot of guys they don't know your story, Dong. They don't know how bad you had it back in the day. Like, you know. I, excuse the expression, fresh off the boat from Asia, like like almost literally, like you just came in going, I have a stutter, thick accent, acne, um, crazy Asian cultural stereotype stuff in your head. 
the, your journey more than my more than any coach here has been the most single transformative like i'll go on right like i don't care you know cosmos is documented and even his is put to shame by your transformation story so why don't you talk a little bit about maybe the struggles you find um maybe some of our asian men are dealing with yeah jerry i would say that um challenges faced by asian men they're somewhat similar but at the same time has a different angle to the challenges faced by let's say men in general right um so you're right you know i came from very difficult upbringing and my transformation has been none not easy just to say right um so we face a lot of challenges such as strict upbringing cultural biases you know and maybe unconscious levels of discrimination by certain societal aspects but i believe that with hard work with a good skill set you can come and overcome it all um and speaking my sort of like my model for life that if you can dream it, you can do it, right? You got to develop from inside out and we're not cut from a different cloth. So, so it's, so it's obviously harder as an Asian man learning this stuff. I'm not going to share a coach. I think if you're eight, even, even I'm not going to say her name, but the girl I was with when I was talking about the Asian guys and, and students, she goes, yeah, it's going to be difficult. If you're not going for Asian women, it could be absolutely more difficult for like the typical Caucasian blonde, but difficult doesn't mean impossible. And I think a big thing guys have to realize is, look, you're dealt whatever hand you're dealt. It is what it is. And you could just say, well, Jared, you're a white guy with a beard. You don't get it. Well, Dong does. If you're listening to this, like, we have instructors from all areas of life who make it happen despite whatever setbacks you have in life. Like, everybody's yeah. got a story. Everybody's got some kind of setback. But obviously, it can be a little bit more Asian for, you know, a little bit more difficult for our, for our Asian listeners. Mm. What is the best tips you can give them? Like, like, what can they start? Like, I have, I have my idea of what I think, but because I've coached almost exclusively Asian men for like eight years, so I have <laughs> right. what I think. But Don, I want before I give mine, I want to know what you think. Yeah, um, off the top of my head, my advice for Asian men out there, you know, one, know the structure of the approach, um, know like this, uh, the skin and the bones. That's the structure, and also the flesh and blood. That's you know the sound bites, what you say. And for me, the modern foreign boot camp, because I've taken a boot camp like for like a month with Jared for years, you know, that's really helped me. It's consistent progress every uh, every period of time. Yeah. Right? You were doing like a boot camp with me like every three months, like consistently. Every quarter, you're like, I'm going to do another boot camp, do another boot camp. Right. And like every month, I saw you leveling it's up. Crazy, I was like, right? this guy's getting better and better. And better. It was yeah. watching this weird evolution of yeah. the dong. Right, exactly. And, you know, it's like transformations, it's not all overnight. It takes time. It takes practice. So, um, yeah, Jerry, you saw me firsthand. I came in very bad. You know, I stuttered, didn't ha had an accent, couldn't yeah. totally. But with your coaching for me all over the years, you lift me out of that swamp and brought me into the light. So, you know, um, well, now I we're quite a modern flirting for it. Well, now we're paying it forward for all my – Asian men out there or guys who are stuttering or guys with acne or guys with any just like you do not have it worse than dog. I don't give a fuck who's listening to this. I will <laughs> there go probably some like, guys out there worse than me, but you know. All right. If you're worse than dog, then, then don't, then you, then the my challenge is, <laughs> no, then, no. Come in. my, my challenge is come in. Let's make you our next best success story ever. So yeah. that a couple of years from now, you'll be sitting where Dong is talking about your struggles and then we can fire Dong and replace you with him. 
Are you gonna fire me? <laughs> what did I do? Damn, dude. Um, all right, let's let's have a fun debate on this one. I want to get Dong and Nicholas's take first, and then I want to see Dale and Jamie take a side on it as well. And Jamie will probably have the ultimate opinion. No, no offense, Dale, but I. But here's the question: Dong, Nicholas, who's got it tougher in the dating market, Asian or Indian men? Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> That's a tough that's definitely that's a good one. I feel like you guys should like battle this out and like like represent each each yeah. category. Uh, what do you th- what do you think, Don? Uh, uh see, that I is a think tough we one. Go- it's like equally tough, but I will say they're, di- probably they're different. They're different stereotypes that yeah. makes it difficult in different ways. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's like the way I think about it. Do we have, you know, um, like attractive role models for each ethnicity, right? And we got each, but are they mainstream in American society? So it's kind of like split, but I think Asian men kind of kind of have the upper hand a little bit, maybe by slim margin. So I would say Indian is probably a little bit harder, but you know, like like yeah. with hard work. I, I almost I almost feel like with Asian with Indian guys, there's like the pro and the con. The pro is like they automatically assume you're in tech, so you must be fucking nerdy as shit, and you cannot like connect to a hot woman, right? I'd say that's like a pro and a con because like you have tons of money, but you also are like super fucking dorky. I feel like Asian guys have a cool factor to them because of the Korean <laughs> pop stars like, yeah, like BTS like, and shit. Like th- right. there's definitely that aspect of it. Um, but then they have the also the like, well, are they going to understand the culture? Because usually they're straight from like straight off the boat or something like that. Yeah. So I, I think I think it's different. Okay. You're so like a whole new perfect thing solution? I, thinking, I, I had a whole different... <laughs> think on that oh, and you're also being way yeah. too nice about this you're like well maybe your side is better. i thought yeah. i thought oh, we were gonna fire debate going fire debate all right well i think the perfect solution is to bring korean pop to india and also make sure all the asian guys are not fresh off the boat first that, off why, why are we saying all asian guys are korean pop that's a one that's a tiny <laughs> the whole country is a, a tiny subset of asian population now we're now we're taking the asian pop stars, the korean pop stars this is a little all right, we're gonna. Here's how we're gonna start it. Dong, right? We need like that. That's what attr- uh, creates attraction is the 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 culture, like the pop stars, right? Because I mean, that's why like mm-hmm. like white dudes are like, is they're they're everywhere. We're the ones who like invented Hollywood, America. Right. So like, well, there's Indian and the Bollywood, the hot Bollywood dancers. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. I actually was gonna. Okay, well, I'm gonna wait for my turn. Well, no, okay, but so, but Jamie. I, all you know, this is all you know. There's no other information. You cannot get anything else out of me. You're coming to Florida. You're coming to visit me. And I said, I have two friends and I can set you on a date with one of them. One is Asian, one is Indian. Just on that, who do you want to be set up with? Oh Oof. my God. I'm going to get so much hate mail. Drum <laughs> <laughs> <Gum> roll. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, honestly. She's like threesome. Ah! <laughs> you're not wrong <laughs> no um what i was thinking to be honest with you is indian almost because i've always had a little thing even though aladdin is so i don't think indian at all but it's like that aladdin th- th- that's what i meant though by like the mm-hmm. pop star uh, right? like, like but i don't think that you know what i mean least. I don't know. She didn't but care. Also, she's being racist. She's like, whatever. It's all fine <laughs> to me. Wait, 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 wait. I have one more thing. I have one more thing. I swear to God, I'm not racist. <laughs> Said every racist ever. Whatever. Anyway, no, I, the thing that I'm talking about is I had a bad experience with, I went out with a guy who was Japanese. He was gorgeous. He had like long hair, rocker dude. 
like but manually. he was so <laughs> painfully shy and for me I mean I'm such an instigator like literally at the end I was like hey do you want to kiss me like I was literally like so I, uh, I wanted to make it easier for him because you could tell that he like wanted it yeah but then, but then he like shied away and I was like okay well then obviously he's not into me but then he was like do you want to hang out again and I was like so confused and I was like, I, I don't, I, I couldn't, I was like, unless you're paying That's me, too bad. I can't, I can't like break down the, the yeah. cultural so, barriers. So it's that's kind of what I, what I see the, the, the main second points with each race here is I feel like Asian guys are too beta and passive. Yes. And they should be more dominant in general. And, and they can even mm-hmm. rock, they can even like make a rock star avatar, more edgy things that say like, look, I am not a shy guy. I'm a, you know, I've, dominance to me i think with the indians it's like the stereotype of like either sexually repressed or very like sexually awkward the accent like kills any sexual tension building there's a whole uh azia sorry stand-up skit which like you cannot build sexual tension with my accent like <laughs> with an indian accent or was it was or another indian comic who, and i'm like that's so fucking true you be like, oh baby come the other come thing, the other thing <laughs> is that um indians have fantastic weddings and maybe only rival jewish weddings and so mm. that's why i was like maybe you know what i mean if we get because a jewish and indian wedding would be epic just saying i think the whole i mean jews at least we get the whole we have money and um we make good husbands we don't on wives and sh- you know shit like that uh i think the whole like problem with the jewish guys like definitely not athletic not physical at all probably gonna be bad and probably bad so like indian guys are probably seen as scared to escalate and be sexual Jews are like, even if they do, they'd be bad in bed because they're just not physical. Oh, what? Are you kidding no? me? Jews so- have the best. Yeah, no, Jews. I mean, I, women do. I don't know. But I feel like Jewish men are always, um, they are, I feel like they're always praised in the bedroom. Also, Israeli men. Oh, that's, that's, a, that's a subset. That's a, that's a fucking warrior that's race. That's a whole nother. <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole nother. Now we're getting like Gal Gadot shit. Like, no, that's a, that's a Israeli is a whole nother uh, beast or monster with that. No, but I mean, even even Ashkenazi uh, rush, whatever. We're not going to use this anyway. Besides the point, <laughs> it's all about the motion of the ocean, baby. I do get some. Oh. Quotes. I, I do get some. Um, and Dale, I don't know what your background. You might want to play on it, but I do get some like uh, looks and flirtation. Like it definitely amps it up a notch when I tell girls, "Oh, I'm half Russian, half Italian." Like that seems to be a good mix. Like girls like get excited by that. So what can I say? I'm half Chinese and half Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, you, can't, you can't play that game, dog. I don't know. I, know, right? <laughs> I mean, to be Try fair. It. Field I, I test it. Field test it. Come back to us. Field test it. How about this? How about this? You know, you don't, don't even play the fucking, like, it's like the most racist podcast episode that we've ever had, by the way. I'm uh, sorry. I feel like I've get away from the topic of race. Only, like, white dude that's just straight you up white dude. Yeah, you're, you they, white devil. What do you guys think of this for dog? What do you guys think of this for dog? Every girl under the sun, even the most attractive, the girls with um, in Costa Rica for the week, like even she's into zodiac signs. And but she's like not just any zodiac, like normal zodiac signs are beneath her. She needs the like special like the birth, the uh-huh. chart, and the sun date, and the, the moon, the sun, the, yeah, moon, like, the, the ascendant. Yeah, yes. so she's like, no, it has to be done right. And I still never heard it from her. Um, right, sounds like gotta take my boot camp. Well, I'm saying, Don, like you should be like, yo, there's the zodiac, but have you? really understood the deep meanings behind your Chinese Zodiac. And well, here, I got over- this uh, placemat from the restaurant right here in my pocket. <laughs> yeah, throw down some sticks. Throw down some sticks and like, <laughs> I know that's a thing. Yeah. 
Have you played with that dude? Like the spiritual? I know you did like like uh, palm reading or something. Yeah, I mean, I've always been interested in like the occult and the paranormal, right? Um, I do believe there's a life after this, and that's why we're all here. So you know, in my spare time, I delve into astrology, into tarot cards. It's kind of sort of just like a hobby of mine. But once I started doing dating coaching, I found holy shit, this thing really like clicks with women, and that's yeah. super, respect, you know. Super yeah. effective. But at the same time, I kind of feel bad. It's like, you know, I don't want this to be a crush for my students. I don't want to go out, them to go out and just say a couple of lines about zodiac signs and get the uh, get get the woman to kiss them. You know, I want them to be, become really attractive from the inside, right? Of course. Uh, that's her philosophy. Yeah. So everybody listening to don't know what we're about. I, obviously, we're all about putting in the hard work. We're all about actually learning this the right way. Techniques, not routines. Yeah. Actual psychology, actual understanding women, not just like trying to knock a Po, you know, notches on the bedpost, whatever. So when guys come into our program, if you guys are unfamiliar with us as a company or what our values about, we befriend women, we grow our social circles, we create, you know, we are tailored, especially to entrepreneurs, business owners, very intelligent, successful, smart men who want to streamline their dating life and make it more effective first and then efficient. So that goes without saying. But once we have all of that, now we can talk about Chinese zodiac signs. We can do like some of the <laughs> fun no, little. Also, like, also I'm a Gemini. Gemini's have the worst rap ever. Like even. No, I get, I get with Gemini. I'm a Sagittarius, and I can only based on the charts. I can only get with Gemini women, um, Aries women, and Sagittarius women. They're the only ones like I really vibe with. Yeah, but Gemini's have the worst rep, like especially men. Like as soon as like. Hey, I'm a Gemini. I'm a Gemini man, by the way. Oh my God. No, but don't let you ever get, get away from those conversations. I was actually on a date a long time ago and we were overhearing, we were playing pool, of course. We were overhearing the table next to us talking and like the girl's like, you're a Gemini. Oh my God. We can't even talk anymore. And I was like, nice false disqualifier. But I said that. We get so much hate. I feel like people love Sagittarius. They do. Yeah. Outgoing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, see, Dong knows. Oh, I forgot Dong is an expert at Zodiac. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, I can say that, right? Yeah. All right, Dong, hit us with the. All right. Uh, real quick, real quick, Dong, hit us with key stereotype of every, of every Zodiac sign. What's the oh big my stereotype? God. You got to put me on the spot. You know, um, right I, was, I was just go over with the people on this podcast. Jerry, you know, Sagittarius, very outgoing, adventurous, athletic, sporty. Yeah. Athletic, yeah. maybe not that one, but yeah, the rest of <laughs> <yeah. laughs> you. Cosmo, Cosmo's a Sag too. Oh my god, that dags oh so god. much. We are so like fucking. We're we're a walking vibe, as Cosmo would say. <laughs> that's a Sagittarius. That's a walking BT spike. Sagittarius, a walking vibe. That's that's our tagline. All right, what about Gemini, Nicholas and Jamie? Gemini, you know, I'm sorry, you guys got size to you. Um, I don't know which side to look for or which side can trust. <laughs> we got yeah, a tagline. Like we're, we're one mm -hmm. thing or, or a tagline. Like what describes it? Like like Sagittarius walking vibe. Gemini, a walking. Two I mean, a wa <laughs> a position. I feel like it's like we're either one thing or the complete opposite. Okay, so you're crazy. Let's just call it space. Gemini, yeah. you're crazy. You just I'm not crazy. crazy. I'm just opinionated. Oh god, <laughs> but you have conflicting opinions. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Well, you can't okay. say Ge Gemini's are kind of, you know, um, what's the best word? Like, uh, like for those, 
They got For those who don't know behind the scenes, Jamie will be the most scared. Like, this will never work. Oh, my God. What the fuck? Like, everything's breaking. This is going to go to shit. And then, like, the next week she goes, I'm the greatest in the world. This is the best. We figured it out. We are golden. And I'm like, what is happening right now? Like, you cannot be this, like. Well, I'm- it's like, you know what it reminds me of? Tinkerbell. So, you know, like, Tinkerbell, like, the play where it's like you have to clap to like bring her back to life and she can right. only feel one emotion at one time i feel like that's what we are it's like we are either one thing or we're nothing at all like it's right. like we can only feel one thing at and we feel it to the most next time yeah. jamie has a meltdown all of us are going to start clapping for her and we're going to get her back yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. we're going to get her back up um yeah, yeah, dale, yeah. What, what's your sign capricorn, capricorn. I, think and, I think me and dale are born the same day december 26. yeah damn Stop. So we have a Sagittarius, two Geminis, and two Capricorns. We got two. Capricorn, that, we're actually opposite. We don't, we're not compatible. Capricorn and Geminis are the most, the least compatible. Dale's like, oh, that's, good, that's a disqualifier. Fuck you. That's, 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 that's quite a disqualifier. Dale, go get her, bro. You show yeah, show. Who right. <laughs> skills a dating coach? I know, literally. Yeah, I mean, me and Dale, you know, I don't know, Capricorn, man, we get it like a bad rep. It's like we we're hardworking, we we're stu- studios. Oh, that might just be me. That's a bad rep? Hardworking? <laughs> Bro, I mean, we're really yeah. emotional, right? I, <laughs> I legit dated this Capricorn girl, and I hated every minute of it. She was like, walk on eggshell. She was so serious. She was so, like, everything was like, it had to be so, um, just the right way. I was just like, I cannot deal with this shit. You're like, not you were fluid if you're very stuck in your ways. I don't see that from Dale at all. Dale's my homeboy. Like, I don't see Dale like that at all. I am hard working. Dale, you are hard work. You're probably the hardest working coach other than me. And, the, and even then, it's it's a to- it's a coin toss. Are you? Oh, Jamie. Yeah, Jamie. But, but Jamie, you're too emotional. I, you're, you're a woman. We don't count women. <laughs> For all those you can't see, Jamie just fell down laughing, okay? This is not an insult. We had that kind of relationship. They literally couldn't hear you, but we just saw her fall down laughing right now. Um, Dale, could we do like a challenge? Oh no, you're married, right? Yeah. I was gonna say, can we do a challenge of you getting with a Gemini woman just to prove that Capricorn can get with uh, Gemini's? But what's your what's your wife's sign? I don't know. I don't know any other sign but my own. Oh wow. You don't know your wife's sign? Who are you? I, hey, years. All I need Never. to know is my own. That's the only one that's important to me. So yeah. sounds like a Capricorn to me. Husband of the year over here. <laughs> Speaking of that, a lot of guys, they think um, modern flirting, a lot of this stuff is just for picking up women that were just another pickup company. But, you know, Dale came in swinging, helping these guys. We have a, we have a good amount of guys in, a, in our program who are staying in the program who are in relationships. And I see that for two reasons. One is the social circle aspect of this, which is amazing, um, you know, building up an actual lifestyle as a busy entrepreneur. But the second reason, I got to give up to Dave, you know, helping these relationships, helping guys manage them. So any you know yoda words of wisdom dale that you know we can talk to guys listening to this who maybe are in relationships or they want to be in a relationship well, and like how to first of all, that. Yeah. let me say this i still get busy all right we have an open relationship so you know what i mean like like that's not a the, the gemini thing's not a out of the uh out of the question there. 20 year right, open so. relationship that's amazing congrats God, i want to talk to you about that that's i want that's yeah, not all right fair enough that's like a world record so um, yeah, I mean, you know, basically when it comes to relationships, as a matter of fact, uh, not this weekend, but the following weekend, I'm doing a workshop on relationships and relationship mastery. 
and what all the kinds of different relationship styles look like, what it, um, depending on what you're looking for in a relationship, knowing what you're getting into when you get into that, because things like open relationships and polyamorous relationships, people paint this picture of it being like, you know, like, oh, that's so awesome. Well, let me tell you, it's a lot of work. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? It's not, it's not just, it's not simple, right? It's worth it if it's for the right person, but it's not for everybody. Even though a lot of people think it's for them, it's actually not because of all the work that goes into it. Okay. But everybody wants something different out of a relationship. The best thing, if I'm, if I'm painting with a broad brush that I can tell somebody is to know exactly what it is that you want. Screen for exactly what it is that you want. Don't get into a relationship just because that's what you think that you're supposed to do by societal standards or, or uh, pressure from friends or family or something like that. Do it for the right reasons because it's something that you want to do and you want that person to be compatible with you. You know, we're all on a path. We're all, there's, we all have a purpose here. And you are on a path one way or the other. It's either going towards that purpose or away from that purpose. You want somebody on that path with you that's going to be an asset to you, not a liability. No one wants to carry an extra pack on their shoulders up right. that path. It can't path. be a charity case. Right. So let me ask you this, because I... I know what I want in terms of what I look for in a girl. I want someone entrepreneurial, someone smart, someone beautiful, someone social, someone who is as much of a sexual deviant as I am. Like I, I got the, you know, I, I love Jamie's oversimplification. Like make me, um, like make me think, make me laugh, make me come. Like, I think that was beautifully put. I mind a little goes more in depth than that, but I have my vision of the kind of woman I want. You know, um, the girl I was with this, uh, this week asked me what's my type. I looked at him. I basically, I'm like, you are one. I have two types. You are one. <laughs> like the hot California blonde girls, one. And then the second one is like Gal Gadot, like the like the exotic Israeli kind of look, whatever. You literally Here's just my... described every guy's fantasy, by the way. I'm simple. <laughs> what do you, I don't want. I'm not into Latinos anymore. I live in Miami. I'm simple-minded. <laughs> I am the every man. I'm every guy. I just sorry. I like what's good. I don't know how else to put it. Um, but Dale, so. I understand that girl, but let's talk about the open relationship. I did the open relationship for years. I was in it. I get it. I could do it again. My thing is though, for my next serious, serious girl, I'd be down to do it again. If like she brings it up and she's aiming for it, she wants it. I could do it again with her because I just want to make sure she is a hundred percent down for that shit. It is, it is her idea. She's cool with it. Um, the girls with that again, I keep bringing her up because I was just, Lily with her 24 seven for seven days. Um, she kind of brought it up in a way that sounded like interesting to her, but uh, my question is, I'm not sure if I want to do the open thing again. Like I might want to try the monogamous one and, and like, if I lock it down, I lock it down. If she's super into the uh, open relationship though, I would do it again, not for her, but with her. I just want to make sure like, yo, we are fully on the same page here with that shit. Right. And I can see that working. If let's say I, Let's say I take the monogamous one. I feel like the open one, I already know my my my, my um, litmus test for that, which is she needs to bring it up. She needs to kind of like be angling for it. And that, it, it cannot be something I'm persuading her on. I refuse to do that. So if I do the monogamous route, how does somebody, whether it's a gorgeous woman or a guy who's, I don't know how to put it in a non-douche way, a guy who has options, you know, mm -hmm. a guy who's got abundance. Okay, there we go. A guy who's with abundance and a woman who's gorgeous abundance. Guy. High status guy, right? Like all the men here. How do how do you choose? 
how do you just go, yep, I'm throwing the towel, I'm done, I'm out. Because I do want to maybe start a family. I do want to like have that long-term meaningful relationship. Okay. So what is, what, well, how do you- My, first, my first thought was, okay, so you said that you wanted somebody that's entrepreneurial, right? Yeah. So obviously, if you're in a relationship with a woman that comes from that mindset, that is going to eat a lot of her time because you're entrepreneurial as well, as we all know here. So right? I have two types and they're exactly the opposite. It kind of like the Gal Gadot, Hot Israeli or okay. Hot Blonde, very opposite. The two types of women I could date, entrepreneurial, boss bitch, businesswoman, or housewife. I could do one of it. Like I need a girl who can travel the world with me and do whatever. And, the, and I cannot date a nine to five girl. I just can't. If a girl is nine to five and she's a, like a heavy schedule, our lives will not mesh. Because she's going to get off of work and be like, I want a fun boxing day. I'm like, no, I still got shit to do. Or it doesn't work that way or whatever. Like I need someone who I'm always working with. And then we take off at the same time and travel the world. Yeah, or the house feasible. Like that could be feasible in a housewife situation. But what if her business and her schedule and all that. If she can work off a laptop. Yes. You? If she can work off a laptop, we can do it anywhere. Well, okay. I mean, I guess it's, we're talking about, I guess it depends on what kind of entrepreneurship we're talking I'm saying about. she owns a pizza shop, Dale. I'm saying like she runs well, a, a business with a, on a laptop. Like she can. All right. Well, you didn't break it down. <laughs> so I, all I have to go is off of what I'm, you know, what I, the information I have in front of me. So Zoom meetings and shit. Like, I don't know how to put it. Okay. All right. Fine. But all right. So, um, well, okay. What about a monogamish type of situation? Right. Uh, where I feel like that's what every guy says when he's caught cheating. I thought we were monogamish. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm talking about where there's obviously definitive boundaries, definitive lines to where maybe it's only a situation where, you know, you bring in a third where everybody's on board. You know what I'm yeah, saying? For, as long as she's truly on board. Because I've done it before, like the threesomes, the relationships where we bring in other women and things. And when they're not fully on, but when they're, I can tell, like they're doing it for me. It's I, I, I have my little experience. I've done it. I do not want that shit again. If you've never done it before and you get a girl who wants to do it just for you, cool. Like if you want to, like you've never had a threesome before and take it. But I've had enough of these like experiences where I'm over it, man. Like I, I, I want the only way, I, look, I would do any kind of relationship if I fully, in my heart of hearts, knew that the girl is as into it as I am. I'm talking, we pick up women together because that's a fantasy and she's into it and she wants to like do mm -hmm. threesomes together. I'm talking open relationship. If she wants to get with other guys, I'm okay with that as long as I can get with other girls. As long as it's fair, that's fine. I'm talking about thruple. I was talking to two girls about forming a thruple, but they have to be into each other as much as they're into me. Right. Most guys wouldn't give a fuck. They'd just be like, whatever. Like, as long as you're into me, you know, but like, no, like I see disaster. Well, that's why communication comes into play and that's something that you have to screen for, you know, in the initial... Yeah. Uh, the initial getting to know each other stages and that kind of thing and how important that actually is or isn't because if it's not that big of a deal if you're like yeah that'd be cool if it comes up yeah all right but if not eh, whatever i feel then it's not something that's even i feel we're just such a weird subset of people because we have taken social norms and social skills and the way things work like so much of us here especially the all of us here at the coaches we've evolved you know either our inner game our non-judgment our ability to get abundance i mean no jamie you're pro um open relationships and you'd be cool with that just for the right reasons nicholas, yeah, I've, Dong, changed, I've changed uh, a little bit but uh, we'll get there all right nicholas Dong, any thoughts on the old open relationships side of things or you know yeah. go for it go Dong. Ahead, nicholas 
<laughs> Both of you I, I, fuckers I, I, need to stop being so polite, all right? Like, it's, I'm going to put you in a fucking octa- o- octagon and like, let you guys duke it out. This is bullshit. I think it's <laughs> the Asian and Indian size of us just coming out. crazy. Also, know, we're, right. we're, both, we're both technical. We both, I, haven't, I was in grad school up until like six months ago. It's about, you know, communicating and talking and all that shit. But all right, Nicholas, you had, go for it. What are I, your thoughts? I, ha- I haven't had, I had a committed relationship uh, way back in the day, 15 years ago. Since then, every relationship, it's typically one, two years, has been open and I've loved it. Like I've, I've mostly done open stuff um, because I've been working on the skill set and because I'm very much into my doing my startups and my company and stuff like that. But I've had, none of my relationships have had drama. Uh, for me, Dale will attest to this, but setting the right boundaries, setting the right expectations. And I fucking loved it. Like I learned a shit ton. What I love about open relationships is, is probably three things. One, you get to deal with jealousy. Cause if you're jealous in a closed relationship, that's when she cheats on you. All right. So number one, that one. Uh, number two, I like fighting for each other every day. Like, I want to know if she meets a better guy, she's going to be with that guy. And then I learn, fuck, I didn't do this. Let me do that better for the next time. So for me, my growth just magnifies tenfold. Yeah, so I I love that aspect. And then third, I think is like, you know, if we can't attract each other for like a year or two in an open thing, I don't know if I'd want to be in a closed thing. You know, I'd, I'd want us to naturally come together. And for me, that's a good sign. Of course, Nicholas, our day game expert, has the most romantic way of breaking this down <laughs> of view. Like, this, that was something out of a rom-com, which I know is like you're saying, but you always got to put it in those kind of ways. I know, like, Jamie's over there being like, yeah. <laughs> you want a third? <laughs> this needs to be this broken. Like, you're too smooth. Nicholas, like, Nicholas doesn't do the crazy, like, you know, Kramer from Seinfeld game that, like, me and Cosmo and stuff like that, or even J-Mac does. He's got this whole new... That's actually a great point. Okay. I'm going to say this to Dong and to Nicholas Chime in as well. Extroverts and introverts. Because I get so many times these introvert guys mm-hmm. are like, oh, it doesn't work for me. You know, I can't. I'm an introvert. There's no way I'm going to be able to, you know, get girls like you. And I'm like, well, I'm an extrovert. Cosmo's for sure an extrovert. J-Mac, I believe, is an extrovert as well. But Dong, you and uh, Dale, you're, you're kind of extrovert. I see both sides of you, honestly. I'm I'm pretty extroverted. I'm the extrovert extrovert. I took a Myers-Briggs exam and the woman who did it for me, she's like, I've never seen this before, but I scored like a hundred percent on the extrovert and a zero percent on the introvert. All right. Well, you extroverted motherfucker. So, but I'm like, we do have two coaches here who are full dong and Nicholas. You guys are for sure introverts and you're able to make sure work. Mm -hmm. What is the struggles of introverts? Let's go into that one. Looks introverts, you know, we, well, we have a bad rap because we don't talk enough, you know, it's really easy to get awkward, we stall too much, we can't create humor, but there are also a lot of strengths to us, right? Like, we think a lot, we can feel a lot of emotions, we are good at writing, we are good at arts, we are good with sentimentality, like, all these are pluses. So I'm always being an advocate of playing to your strengths than to your weakness. Now, I'm saying that if you're painfully shy, like the Japanese guy that, you know, Jamie was talking about, you should develop that. Come to the Modern Fluent Bootcamp and we'll, you know, turn, turn you new. Um, and I think we should become, all introverts should become a version of extroverts. I don't know if there's a word for it, like ambiverts. You know how there's like left-handed, right-handed, there's like ambidextrous. Ambiverts, that's, that's correct. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I think we should all aim to become like that. And um, that's really the perfect solution is 
So can we have something like Nicholas describe to me what mm-hmm. does the social introvert look like? What goes on through the day? Cause that's how I look at you. Like you're a cool, smooth, social introvert and a different game. Although your texting is my shit. I don't know. That's where all of a sudden you're extrovert. You got these witty. <laughs> so your texting is nothing like I've seen you in person, but what is a, but in person, what is the social introvert okay, for guys who are looking for that? Well, you know, I think, I think introverts, okay, I'll tell you one thing. I, it's a bit weird because like with you guys, I'm very introverted because, you know, Jamie, everyone else is very extroverted. I've had to develop over the past decade, my extrovert, and you guys haven't seen that, but I can be kind of like, you know, you guys in terms of an extrovert, but it has to be a very specific situation where I feel like I need to be. So for me, I got, I I got a situation for you. How about this? The next retreat, the next amount of, and for those who don't know, we're, we're starting up every single quarter we're going to be doing a modern floating retreat i'm gonna try to get the coaches to come out and i think it'll be really bomb so i haven't told the other coaches this yet but i'm thinking of starting to do instead of a free boot camp we're going to be doing quarterly retreats and it can be like a meet and greet it could be it'll be fun i'll I'll tell you guys another time and we'll break Mm -hmm. it down more into it but i think it'd be really cool um so maybe for the next retreat we get cosmo to come out here you both approach women in the daytime except he needs to do it your style. You need to yeah. do it. So you, he has to act like <laughs> yeah. you, and you have to act like him. And I want to see who can get the other that style would be, out better. That would be fucking hilarious. I'd love that. Yeah, and we, <laughs> and we have to film that whole thing. I'll pay we'll, to we'll, see we'll that. Get, we'll get women to sign, you know, sign off on it. It'd be cool. Like, we'll do it correctly, but I think that'd be hysterical. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to need an IV with some Red Bull, for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a Red Bull animal. Yeah. And also some drugs that J-Mac brings. Let me let me handle this. For those listening, Dong's comment is nothing about J Matt being a drug dealer. He is our resident biohacking expert. Okay. He deals with nootropics, not drugs. He helps guys actually biohack themselves. He's also our social circle expert and hopefully he'll be on the next podcast it's a shame he's on this one but oh, we're gonna be second circle out. expert yeah i would say main okay yeah he's got the draw um <laughs> but yeah no, he is our nootropics expert dog nootropics I know, everybody just got like really quiet like Ooh, oh. the black guy's called a drug dealer oh my god they're like gonna text him right now we just called you a drug dealer oh my <laughs> like god. oh my god I could, I could hear all the jokes you'd be making immediately uh, on this. So, yeah. So, so dog, Nicholas, can we agree that the uh, social introvert does exist? That is a thing. People can strive for it. I, I'd say, I'd say, it, yeah, no, I'd, okay. I'd say that uh, the one advantage, the one advantage that introverts have, boom, uh, is that uh, we can go a lot deeper rapport than uh, extroverts. So for me, for example, I've had a lot of chicks tell me that going on, like I meet them at the mall, I meet them at the cafe, we're going to bars, we're hanging around. And she literally says she feels like she's in a dream. Like, like she doesn't know how wow. the fuck she got here. And then it, it, it's, it's that deep reports, the ability to empathize and get in her mm-hmm. mind and, and see her comfort and move things in a smooth way versus the kind of high fun energy and drawing them in that way. I think it's two different. Well, it is, it is legit. Like, I'm great at bringing the fun. I'm great at bringing that energy. I'm great at making girls laugh and stuff. But I'll tell you, it's a, it is a struggle. It's always been my weaker side of game, my weaker side of social influence to go the hardcore um, uh, connection building. 
I had to really study. I had to slow shit down. I had to think about that stuff. Like it's been, Dale, I mean, as an extrovert, do you find that difficult? That side or no? That's why I do the cube. I do the cube too. Bro, you cannot just, <laughs> bro, you cannot just say all the connections done with the cube. I do the cube. I, I love the cube. It's one of my most powerful routines that I can, that I can do to this day. Right. Um, but dude, you're just like, yo, I'll connect cube done. Mic drop. Like, no, I just walk up. Going. You ever done the cube before? No. Bale is like the most like brilliant hacker of all. He's like, yeah, you can do all this, you know, really hands-on mark. Or here's three simple tricks. <laughs> One, the cube. Well, that's the other thing. I think Nick really touched on it too, is like the safety factor and the comfort factor is so huge for women. And especially women who might not be um, like I know like. Sometimes with me being around a guy who's super duper extroverted, it's almost like too much. Uh, and so it's like almost like you need a little bit of balance, especially when, when you're out and about having that. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Reinforcing safety is so important. Like I, I, guys do not, man, I can't even tell you how many times in my classes that, uh, especially, you know, when we're talking about sexual topics, uh, that kind of thing, you know, like how, big safety is of yeah, a concern. The more attractive the girl, the more important it becomes. Yeah, you... Every day, when I was with the girls with in Costa Rica, like, let, like, and she's not even 10. She's like an 11. Let's be real. Um, every day, she had a safety concern. Every yeah. day was like, is this safe? Is that okay? If a girl who looks like me, is that alright? Is that going to be... You know, because she knows, like, like, she is a walking target. Like, she is... She is pray basically for so many guys out there like it is and i'm what? like wow i never thought of that like yeah i guess that even going to the airport going to the airport from a thing we got an uber she goes is it safe for me two hour drive by myself uh going to the airport with this uber should, I, should we call have it called by the the hotel instead of a random i'm like i'll just go with you i felt scared i'm like fuck maybe you're right i don't know i'll go to the airport with you fuck this <laughs> like it, and that brought a lot of points to her i could tell yeah. she like really like liked that appreciated the fact that i was gonna go to the airport six hours early it actually worked in my favor fucking karma guys karma like i got to the airport six hours early and i got to do standby and i got on her flight so i got home early by just oh. g- getting there earlier so karma worked there's out a, there's a comedian who has a joke about this and he's like the, my first big i think it was I want to say it was Chris Rock, but maybe it wasn't. Um, but anyway, he, he's like my first big, big paycheck I ever got. It was like a, it was like a check made out to cash. Uh, like you know, it was like oh, it's Chappelle. Like, it's Chappelle. Was it? it yeah, and, I know. And I know he's exactly like, what you're home, and I'm literally like looking to see if anyone's about to jump me, as if they knew that I had a check in my pocket. And then I realized this is what being walking home alone is like being as a woman is like. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh my God, it's so funny. She wasn't even alone. She was with me, but in Costa Rica and it's whatever, like even I was like, yo, I might not be enough. This is sketch. Like people are checking her out as I'm walking by. She goes, unless there's a big group, if there's like three guys going out into like the sketchy Costa Rican bars, she's like, I probably want to stay in. I would want like seven guys, like a big group of, if a big group of us are going out, cool, fun. But if it's just like me and you, or even like two or three guys, like I don't know if that's enough. Like it's like fuck. Like we need bodyguards up in this bitch. It's it's a real concern. And, and I yeah, couldn't even tease or make fun of that. It's real. Sense. Yeah, yeah. What guys don't realize is that you know women are attracted to everything that could also be potentially potentially harmful. You know, being bigger, stronger, fast. You know, you all those now. things. 
could be to a woman's detriment. We don't recognize that because we're not attracted to somebody bigger, stronger, faster. But that could also be to a protector. They're attracted to that well, exactly. because they have that. Now they don't have to worry about they don't have to worry about the danger. Aspect. Exactly. And you know what? And here's a pro tip. You know, one of the things that I do if I'm going to be leaving with a girl, like with her friends, okay, I am not only just going to just leave with her. I'm going to take her friends. No, I'm not, what I'm going to do is <laughs> I'm going to give her friends my phone number too. Yep. And say, hey, listen, if you need to get at us for any reason, we're going to be across the street at this other bar or pizza place or whatever. You know, if you need to get at us, you can get at me, too. You know, if for whatever reason she doesn't see her phone ringing, you can call me. Here's my number. Right. And what does that what does that really speak to? Say your mom, how your mom raised you. Yeah, you're right. Like you're, you're let you tie, Look, she ain't going to let you tie her up if she don't trust you. That's how my Whoa! mom raised me. <laughs> <laughs> your mom tell that. you that? That was interesting. <laughs> no, and I love, I love when men, I love when men discover this too. It's like really like um, it's validating, right? Like I remember one one time I was walking, it was me, my boyfriend at the time, and his guy, uh, uh, guy friend, and we were walking home from Base Nectar, and it was like late at night, and all of a sudden these girls, uh, you know came from like rave outfits so really scantily clad came running up to us and they're like hey pretend that we're friends and like we were just like oh okay and like we pretend and then we were walking a little bit they're like that guy has been following us for four blocks and sure enough we look behind this sketchy ass dude following these girls and like the faces of my boyfriend and his friend are just like holy shit this is what women have to go through and it was just like so like validating but it was awesome that to see them in like the protector role it's really nice. My bad. Uh, I didn't mean to follow you guys like that. <laughs> right. All right. So we're kind of we kind of have to. Unfortunately, we're gonna have to start calling this to a close to our listeners out there. It's fun. I don't know to call this episode. We talked about all kinds of crazy shit. We went free into for a, all. It, it is a free. It's always gonna be a free for all. But we got some. We got some good points on this. Uh, any final words to our listeners, guys? Anything you guys want to say? Let them know. I know Dale. You got a boot camp coming up in well. If you guys are, you know, pretend when you guys are listening to this, but in May, I know I got a super boot camp with Dale coming up at San Diego. We're going to try to go for. I know with uh, Jamie, we got one online dating, Jamie's first official online dating boot camp. So yeah. this is going to be our new curriculum for our new course. Screw my old one. We're going to do all the modern stuff going on. Um, but any, anything you guys want to say as a, as a parting gift? Well, just on our boot camp, it's not just online dating. We're also going to be going out and approaching and things like that too. Sweet. So. Well, there you go. We get we get some extra. But yes. Nicholas. Yes. Um, no. Good. 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 First, this is my first uh, podcast, so I actually really did like this. This was fun. And we hope you're back for many more, my man. Don. Yeah. I say, you know, you get a chance to take the modern Florida boot camp if you want to improve your love and sex life. You keep saying boot camp. First Passion. off, the program. The, you should do the modern program. <laughs> Don's just like, do one event and get the fuck out. I don't want to deal with you again. <laughs> <laughs> the continuous program of yes. excellence. There you go. And Dale? Look, guys, the things that we talk about, you know, it's not a one-size-fits-all type of dynamic. You know, there's all kinds of different ways. And that's why we have all kinds of different coaches. You know, whoever speaks to you and whoever resonates with you is likely who you're going to learn from best. You know, and that's why we have such a vast variety of people here. And so if no matter where you're at inside of your struggle, inside of your journey, there is somebody, if not multiple people here to talk to you. And so get at us. 
you know, like be a part of what we're doing. Let this be something transformational for you and not just, you know, don't just stand on the sidelines and watch your life go by. Be a part of the parade, you know? Love it. All right, Bob, damn, mic drop. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much, Dale, uh, Don, yeah. Nicholas, Jamie, all you guys. Um, yeah, so if you're listening to this, we're gonna we're gonna do our best here at Mont Florian to make this a continuous podcast for you, sharing stories, our thoughts, fun little tips, go to nuggets. If you want some more actual coaching, if you want to actually get like really pro tips, because I'm gonna be real, I'm gonna use this podcast to fuck around with my friends here, the coaches here. But of course, as you saw, we're gonna be talking about you know dating and all that. We can't not. I mean, let's just be real. But if you want some more actual tips, here's what you gotta do: find us on Facebook or Instagram, or find Jamie on TikTok. And please Jamie find me on, on TikTok. TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie at what? Jamie Date on TikTok. Jam Jamie Date on TikTok. We are there. We are on social media, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Please join my TikTok. I've got like 50 followers. This is embarrassing. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. My Instagram blew up. My Facebook blew up. But please join me on TikTok. Um, also, if you want all of us in the same place doing a massive cir uh, circle jerk, Jamie's invited too, uh, then hit up the free Facebook group, Modern Flirting, Dating Advice for Businessmen. Uh, it's a free Facebook group. I'm going live in there in an hour coaching. Uh, you know, we have coaching calls on there every week, multiple. And not to mention the bomb posts that you guys are going to see. You can ask questions in there. It's a crazy community. So no other than Don telling you to use the free boot, not free, to, to, a, to do a modern boot camp or program. Uh, this is something free you guys can get right now. Join the group. Hit us up. We'd love to hear from you. And, well, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Take care, everyone. Peace. Mm -hmm.